Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns and No Breaks with the Fabulous Two. That is myself and my man, Front Row Kenny. What is up, my brother? Happy Sunday. Yo, happy Sunday to you. Uh, hope all is well. Hope everyone had a good weekend. Yeah. I mean, technically it's it's not over yet. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? You get see the thing about it is, man, you're on the West Coast, so you got like just a little bit more daylight than I do. And again, I've talked about this on the last episode. I'm like, hey, when you think about it, like during football season, when those games start and they're like 12 o'clock here, it's like, what, 9, 10 o'clock over there. And you can watch a full day of football and you can still have some time left to go to the club or do whatever else you want for the rest of the day. It yes, is, that is wild. Correct. And same thing with the races, because right now, let's see, it is. 8.30 over here, so that means what time is it in, in California? It's it's right about 5.30, sir. And See, I mean, still got daylight. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and Kenny, I was just about to say that the sun is out. I mean, I'm, I'm looking outside, you know, my window's here, and it's, it's, it's still beautiful outside. I mean, it's just like... I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I but I've been up since since eight thirty this morning, so I man. feel like, man, when is the sun going down? <laughs> yeah, you worked, a, you had a full day off, so to speak, and well, yeah. yeah, you know what's funny, and I'll just go straight into my weekend, Kenny, but uh, and then I'll let you kind of chime in with yours. But this whole weekend was was pretty much laid back. Uh, you know, I, I I've been out here in Porterville, California, now for a little over a month, and I I think I've. I've gone back home or I've gone to Vegas or I've gone to San Diego each weekend that I've been here. So this was the first weekend that I've actually stayed here on the ranch that I'm staying at. And it's just, it was fantastic. It was nice and relaxing and quiet. I mean, there's a word you don't hear in my weekend report <laughs> ever. Uh, and I'm sure everybody that, that listens to uh, our podcast, All Turns No Breaks, definitely has never heard weekend and quiet in the same sentence when it comes to my weekends. But yeah, man, it, Kenny, you know, I stuck around here. It was just nice and relaxing. And I, I helped out actually around around here at this ranch and just kind of helped do some things around here. I, you know, kind of cleaned up and was really, really quiet, man. But you know what? It was nice and relaxing, like I said. And today I was able to, to, I, I didn't get to watch the race. So we, we didn't really have access to where I could catch the race on TV. But once again, I was able to listen to it from a gentleman that I came across his YouTube channel. And there's just something about, you know, listening to it from a non, you know, a uh, booth kind of kind of way, if that makes any sense. And 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 it's crazy, Kenny, because I actually th- I I do enjoy listening to the guys in the booth, but but there's something about you know listening to it from a from a radio standpoint, and it's just it it it's just di- it's just a different vibe. Yeah, nah, for sure. I mean, even like from the YouTube perspective, it's different. I know a couple of people do like fan cams, and they might watch the race as they go along, like throughout the day. They give their reactions. Usually, I think most of the time, as someone who's a fan of, you know, insert X driver or whatever, I remember. Right. I, I think there was somebody who was a Kyle Bush fan who did something similar uh, not too long ago. His reaction was pretty crazy a couple of weeks ago, and it went pretty, I'm not sure viral is the correct word in this sense, but a whole lot of people, a whole lot of, a whole lot of people knew about it. And um, yeah, it's just a different way to do that. And, and just like I was telling you before we got on here to record this, I believe it's called Sportscaster. The app is available and people do the same for the NBA, NFL. You insert any sport, there is somebody either 
calling a game live or doing a podcast on there. I've been meaning to try that website out for a long time. Never have. And I don't know, maybe maybe that's something we do um, one of these Sundays. Maybe I won't be able to do it next Sunday because I will be out of town. I am. I am sure we'll try and do something like that at some point during yeah, the year. Would, maybe. Yeah, that would be actually uh, super dope. If we could maybe add another repertoire to our podcast here at All Turns No Breaks. Now, other than that, what, did you have a good weekend altogether? Yeah, my weekend was pretty chill. I didn't do a, a whole lot. Spent some time with the girlfriend and her family this past weekend. Go. So that was good. I've really enjoyed that. And I don't know what Boy, it is about March. Stuff. Right. You know, being a family man and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, it's been great to obviously, you know, despite the circumstances, like it's been great to have some time off and actually do other stuff because i mean if you think about it in five years like the consumption of racing that i probably have done is probably more than i did when i was just a general fan in that sense yeah it's been great to do that i've seen a lot of my friends more than i have probably in recent um years so it's been real good to do that and i've really enjoyed that and of course you know i still watch the races and everything when i can but yeah it was it was a solid weekend i caught fantastic did you catch i caught every race just about to ask yeah, this weekend I actually got a chance to watch every single race. And matter of fact, speaking of that, one race was more important than the other to me, of course, because I had people that I knew involved in it. My friend Brad Perez, who is one of the hardest working people out here, he made his first start in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. That is a lot to say. But wow, he that's, that's, that's fantastic, man. Yeah, it was awesome even last year being able to be there in person when he got his first start in ARCA at Watkins Glen. That was a pretty dope deal. And when he told us maybe a couple days before it happened um, that he was going to be racing a truck, he actually had to race his way in on qualifying on speed. So he actually managed to do that on Friday. He was locked into the show. He started 32nd. So he started way back. You know, it takes a little bit of time to actually move throughout the field, especially on a road course. And he brought it home in P20, so he gained 12 positions, had himself a really good day. Um, just super, super proud of him. Just had to give him a, a big-time shout-out early on. I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. that a lot of people were exposed to what he does and what he uh, what he continues to do. He's also a tire guy for Matt DiBenedetto in the uh, truck series as well for Rackley War Racing. So, yeah, it's it's just dope to see stuff like that, like especially when it's like people you actually spend time with. Like It's really cool, so... I was just happy to see him live out his dream because he's always wanted to do that. And he did a hell of a job. He even got some TV time. Michael Walter talked to him. <laughs> oh, that's uh, which was awesome. really dope. I, I even I even read and I even read that he had to ask off of work, uh, you know, for the for the for the following weekend at the at the Circuit of the Americas when the series heads yeah. to Austin, Texas. <laughs> I was like, man, he had to ask off for work. You I mean, think about that, Kenny. Think think about your you're in a situation where you like I'm gonna race, and I have to ask off for work. <laughs> and you're ra- and you're racing against your own team yes. in the same weekend. It was crazy, but man, that was that was a trip. I was just super happy. Like I was like smiling ear to ear that every single time. Like with him and Michael Walter was was timeless. I don't yeah. know if I can put it in here, but if you haven't seen it and you go to his, his Twitter, follow him at Brad Perez and make sure you check him out. But yeah, it was really dope. Like that made my weekend. <laughs> Uh, that's super dope, man. Well, well, I'm I'm glad that you were you were able to catch that, I'm, and I'm sure probably wanting to catch it live 
would have been just a just an awesome thing to do. But you know, coming back to Coda, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't get to watch the race itself, like I said, but I was able to listen to it, you know, just from a, a radio standpoint. Not as exciting as the last two, but still exciting enough for me to enjoy it. I, I, I don't know how, how you felt about it personally, Kenny, but you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed obviously the, the, the ending of the race, obviously, which was just full of excitement and drama. I literally <laughs> thought. AJ Allmendinger was going to pull that off and he didn't he win Xfinity the day before he did he won on Saturday yeah That's a crazy thing <laughs> he had a great Man, Saturday I he, Saturday yeah I thought he was going to pull it back to back yeah a lot of people probably did like a lot of folks thought it was going to happen that way but unfortunately it just the cookie did not crumble at the end there and Obviously, Ross Chastain won that in a crazy fashion. As we've been saying for the last couple of weeks, the track house was going to get one. And here we are today. They finally nailed home one and they did it in a hell of a way. Like, I mean, when you think about it, Ross Chastain has been through the ringer when it comes to his career. Like he was in JD Motorsports cars, premium motorsports cars and cup. Yeah. Not exactly the best equipment. When he got a shot with Ganassi. We all thought, okay, this is great. You know, he really rose the ranks and went up that way. Obviously, Ganassi got sold, and that was going to put him in limbo for a moment. But Trackhouse and Justin Marks decided to pick him up and kept him. And, uh, yeah, they now have their first cup win. But, you know, just overall, last year was calamity. Like, last year was pure calamity because it rained. There was just too much rain. I can stress that a thousand times. Way too much rain. I'm glad this weekend we actually got a chance to see Coda in itself when it's dry and i think it actually puts yeah. on a pretty good product on its own but the only gripe i will have forever and it'll continue until it changes um if it does change is just the the utilization of local yellows like it needs to happen at some point at these road courses because some of these things shouldn't even end up being cautions like they should be a caution in the section so i'm just going to give an example because brad had named every single every single corner in a different way I'm just going to say in the Disney corner, for example, or Disney turn like there, if something happens there, throw a yellow for that region and slow the cars down in that region. It is possible for them to do that. So, yeah, I think that's something that just has to be done, especially with the fact that we have as many road courses as we do. We are no longer just going to Watkins Glen to Sonoma once a year and calling it a day. We have six of these things on the schedule. So, yeah, I think when you comes to that, like rules got to change at some point, like someone has yeah. got to it. Something's got to give. Right, right. I, 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 t- I totally agree with that. You, I tell you what, what real quick. Why don't, why don't you go, go ahead and round out the top ten for us, and, and uh, let, let us know uh, who rounded out the top ten today. Yeah. So obviously, as we just stated, Ross Chastain gets his first career Cup Series win and the first win for Trackhouse Racing as well. Alex Bowman came home in second. He was very close at the end as well. He was in the yeah, mix with sure him and AJ was. Allmendinger, but just not enough. He looked dejected after that race. But you know, I understand. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, I, I'm a, real quick before you before you continue. I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, man, you, I mean, Alex Bowman sounded like like AJ Allmendinger would should have sounded. <laughs> I was like, well, he sounded so dejected. You you just swore he came in last. Yeah, you would have thought uh, but, like he lost a championship the way he yeah, sounded. But I got get it. But you know what? That goes to show you the 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 amount of you know emotion that they carry that they that they want to win and and uh, you know Alex Bowman is no different. So uh, I I certainly understand where he's coming from and and I, I appreciate that as well. Yeah, no, for sure. I think for sure, like anybody in that situation wants to 
when it's bad as he does. Now, yes, he does have a win already, so he is locked into the playoffs. But still, I think the way this season is going so far, I think you want to get yourself another win at this rate because of how tight everything is um, currently. But we still have quite a bit left to go. But we've had a different winner every single weekend, which is crazy so far. But when you break it down like that, it's it's just the nature of cup. And that just proves how tough it is to win in this series. So, yeah, he definitely wanted to get him another one, but just fell just a tad short. Christopher Bell, he had some trouble earlier in the day, but he managed to work his way back up. I remember that car had the hood up at one point on pit lane, but he managed to come yeah. home in third. Chase Elliott, who was last year's winner, came home in fourth. Tyler Reddick came home in fifth. Ryan Blaney, who started on the pole, we thought he was going to have a blazing day, but it just didn't exactly turn out to a win. Finishes at sixth. Martin Truex Jr. comes home in seventh. Eighth, Austin. Ninth, Eric Jones. So that's a pretty good day for Petty GMS. And in tenth, Austin Dillon. So, that rounds out the top 10 at Coda. And when you talk about notables, obviously, AJ Allmendinger is the one we got to talk about in P33. Yeah. His day wasn't supposed to end that way, so to speak. But when you race that hard at the end, these things are just naturally going to happen. And he raced Ross Chastain hard enough. He moved Ross Chastain out the way. Let's just be fair. Let's call it what it is. And Ross Chastain being the one guy that I believe would make a move like that because he's just always been that aggressive, even as a backmarker. At one point, he was just yeah. that aggressive. He made the move back. He said, okay, cool. I'm going to move you back right on back. And so he yeah. did. And and <laughs> it, collect, it collected AJ. He didn't finish where he thought he was going to end up finishing, and that pretty much killed his killed his evening. But yeah. he was very close to getting a win, and that was, that was going to be spectacular. But what a – what a fantastic finish at the end. Like, yeah, you literally could have seen all three of those drivers get a win, but Ross Chastain was damned if he do, damned if he don't at that point because he was like, look, yeah, I've I, came too I, close. I've came it, too close this season. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm I, I'm going to I'm gonna say, you know, the, the, the thing about Ross, too, is that, you know, it like he really honestly, you know, praised AJ, you know, and and uh, said some really good things. And, uh, and I'm sure he probably wasn't doing it just because I think he knew maybe AJ was going to be angry at him. And, and a- AJ's a, a pretty good sport about things, though. You know, I mean, he's not that driver. Right. You know what I mean? But the cool thing is, is that is that at, at least Chastain, you know, right away, he was like, look, you know, I hated doing that. And I hate that that or I hated that happened. And that unfolded at there at the end. But you know what? I mean, you still have to stay in the moment and you still got to pat your, your own self on the back. And I mean, and it's your first win. I mean, come on, Kenny. I mean, you know, I mean, you can get. I do it. You, yeah, exactly. I'm not even mad <laughs> I, I at him. You know what same. I mean? And, I would have done the same exact thing. Look, yeah. they were racing hard. Like, but 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 I I I thought I thought he handled it well. I mean, and uh, you know what? You know, good good for Ross. And 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 I hope this is one of many to come. Yeah, no, for sure. I think this is definitely a great sign for Trackhouse. Like even, you know, Suarez had a deal where he had a tire get cut down and at a point he was leading quite a few laps. Like he was running very, very strong at the beginning. He finished home. He finished home 24th, but he showed pace and that's a great thing. And again, I've said it time and time again so far this season that both of those cars have been very, very good out front and they they're going to win more races. And I think Daniel is still going to be looking to get himself another one at some point. So, or at least, excuse me, get his first ever winning cup. But yeah, you know, they look strong and now they have their first win. They've got their first car in the playoffs. Now, now the goal is to get the second one in. So I'm sure if it comes down to a super speedway race and the one's got to push the 99, we already know the story. We know how that's going to go. So 
Yeah, yeah, very, very strong out. Quite a finish. Like, I mean, that was a pretty insane finish for for today's race. And I think so far we really haven't had a real bad race with this new car. Like, you I know have what? enjoyed I, every single I, I, week. So I think far. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that one too. I think uh, most of the drivers, like, and I, and, we, and I know we touched on on this the last episode, and maybe even maybe a couple of the episodes before that. You know about about the next gen car itself in general. You know, I think for the most part, I think all the drivers have been pretty, you know, you know, positive about the remarks about the new car. And you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, just like just like anything else, you know, they're still trying to you know get used to it and see what it can do, what it can't do. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. You know, I I just wanted to touch on something real quick that. So Kislowski had something to say about some penalties that were handed down. Real quick, Kenny, I I I had to read up on the the penalties because I I I wanted to see exactly what the penalty was, and then I I read what the what the actual penalty what NASCAR penalties they handed down, and man, talk about harsh. I, I yeah I, I dropped mean, the hammer like yeah <laughs> I mean like I was just like holy smokes and and I and I know Kislowski was like well I I didn't I I didn't expect nothing and I didn't know what to expect because you know never been in this situation before but man when they handed down you know though I mean I was like holy smokes am I reading this right. <laughs> Yeah, no, they they dropped the hammer like on that <laughs> on that a penalty for sure that came too, out. Too, it, uh, it, okay, so so Kenny, too harsh? Uh, oh no, I think, not harsh enough. No, I think this is where they said they were going to end up being at. Like NASCAR made it clear, <laughs> yeah. like, look, we are for for lack of better words, they said we are not screwing around this year when it comes to these penalties. We are really going to nail down because at one point you can't actually get banned from the playoffs. Like that, that is a possibility, or you can get your playoff mm-hmm. berth. Your playoff berth taken away like that is actually possible so the l2 infraction is like a really big one for sure hundred thousand dollars one of the biggest fines in nascar history one of them not the biggest but yeah you know they got docked major 10 lost 10 playoff yeah. their crew chief matt mccall is also suspended for the next four races as of now God, um man. according to Kez- from what keselowski said i believe they asked him this this weekend but they he said, "Look, you know, we're gonna still appeal it. We're gonna see what we can get and see if they may change their mind about it." So, yeah, one of a, a pretty pretty huge one for sure for RFK. It has been a wild start for that team. They have had their ups and they've had their downs, and it has gone on on track and it's also been on off track. So, yeah, yeah. tough. What a what a tough way to you know start ownership. Like, man, I would feel a yeah, completely right? different way about ownership and trying to have a car. And speaking of that, Brad Keselowski, he came home in 14th today. He did well. Chris Buescher came home in 21st. So a rather quiet day for RFK after all the noise that was caused by that announcement. But uh, yeah, big, big time penalty. So it'll be interesting to see if we move throughout the remainder of the year to see if we get any other penalties like that. I mean, it's not been a quite a few it hasn't been that many races yet so we got a long way to go and teams are going to keep pushing it and we'll see how far they exactly push it that might scare some people i don't know but yeah uh, no kidding right big time yeah (laughs) big big time penalty (laughs) man so going back to some nascar xfinity series news uh is raja karuth debuting at richmond correct yeah so he's gonna make his first nascar xfinity series appearance and again another person i know so that's pretty dope um, for that to be happening. He's been really excited for this opportunity. Obviously, if you guys do follow Raja, he's also in the Arca Menard series. He is running full time on the national schedule. He'll run six races, um, through, throughout the remainder of the year, which will also include the last weekend at Phoenix. So 
Um, yeah, big ups to him. I'm sure he's really excited. That is almost like basically homecoming at that point because he's a DC native. He'll be in Richmond. I'll give the DMV a pass. Uh, I'll give Richmond a pass to be included with the DMV this time around. But yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for him. I know he'll do well. Him and Tommy Joe have been re- in real great contact over these over this last year or so, and it's gonna be great, great experience for him. Like he'll learn a, a ton, and, and I think like, and I say this, and this is no disrespect on the truck series end, but. I think the talent level in Xfinity is like really, really huge. Like the gap in talent is like massive in the truck series. Like it is massive. So yeah. your top guys in trucks are your top guys in trucks. The middle is the middle. But then when you go to Xfinity, there's a mix of young guys who are trying to get their way to cup. There's also veterans who have been around for a long time. There's some guys who are in the middle of the field who are good, just do not have the exact same equipment as like a JR Motorsports or a colleague racing right, right, or, right. or you know, Penske, whatever they decide to run again, or Joe Gibbs. But yeah, so it'll be a great learning opportunity for him. Um, he'll, I think he'll do well and definitely look forward to seeing him race this weekend. You know, it, it kind of, you know, with, with basically what you, you just touched on r- r- reminded me of a, of a question that, that our wonderful Tam had brought up one time. And it, and it, and it really was a, a good question because it, it, it tried to make a good point too is, you know, when you, when you have, when you have a car and is it, I think the question that she, she asked was, you know, if the car doesn't have the same equipment as others, can you put a Denny Hamlin or can you put a Kevin Harvick in that type of car and can they do something with it? And, you know, then it kind of comes down to the question, well, is it the driver or is it the car? And I mean, I'm sure a good driver, you know, like Hamlin, like Harvick, you know, even a Martin Tricks Jr., you know, can have all the experience and uh, talent in the world. But I don't know, you know, does it come down to like what, what, you know, what, what your car has, you know, I mean, if, if, it, if it's not as, as built as, you know, one of the other contending, you know, racing teams. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's, it's a good debate though. It makes for a good debate. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I think there are some people who definitely can get more out of a car than your everyday average person or everyday average driver, so to speak. Like if you put, I feel like Ross Chastain actually is a perfect example, even though he just won right in cup. But when you put certain people in certain cars like that, like when he was at JD, I've never seen there's only a few guys like before that have you know came up have been able to get their hands you know dirty with that car and be able to make it work as well as he's done like him Ryan Vargas is another person who's like currently racing for JD but he gets a lot out of the car that some other people might not get but Ross when he kept doing that with JD like he kept putting that car in the top five top ten among like the big guys like then Ganassi Joe Gibbs racing Penske when you're doing that, that definitely shows right away. And then when they actually put him in a Ganassi car, instantly got to win. He won at Darlington. It was instant. Like it didn't take much. Like he was going to take advantage of what he had. And again, in Cup right now, he's got a really great piece under him um, at Trackhouse. They yeah. have a really great program so far from what they've been building upon. And when you have that and you have someone with enough talent, they will take care of whatever it is in a car. Like they'll just do more yeah, than what some others yeah, others I, may I do. So yeah, I think that always makes a difference. Like there's probably a few guys in Cup that could definitely you put them in a different seat, they will be completely a completely different driver. Driver. Like I always will say this, and not just because I know him, but like Corey, like Corey LaJoy, I know mm-hmm. he's a really talented driver, and that was seen even when he was younger because he was in that same class with Chase, Bubba, Kyle Larson. 
racing against them each and every weekend and then K and N and Ar- now Arca, like he was racing up there with them and winning races. So, right. you know, there's a lot of talent in most of these people. It's just a matter of you at the right place, right time and you get in the right ride. Like I'm sure Ty Gibbs is going, it, whenever he comes to cup, he's going to do great. Like he's a very, very talented driver. I'm sure yeah. wherever he goes, even if he goes to a middle of the pack team, which I doubt he will, I think he'd probably do really great in the car. But again, also AJ Allmendinger is another example you put somebody else in that car, they may not be able to do do the same <laughs> yeah. thing at a, at a road course legitimately. Yeah. yeah, that stuff does matter. The car does matter to some degree and obviously the driver as well because I'm pretty sure if you stick me in a Joe Gibbs car, I'm probably still coming home 20 if I, I don't know what else I could do. But I try. <laughs> yeah, right? No <laughs> yeah, kidding, you know? man. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Both, man. Well, Kenny, with that with that being said, I mean, uh, unless you have uh, anything else you want to touch on or you want to throw in, we can go into our rich predictions yeah let's do it all right well here we go we are about to give our richmond predictions it's time for race predictions my man kenny who you got all right we're going to richmond first time this year i am actually going to go with alex bowman who won last year in the spring mm-hmm. when that last slap pass <laughs> he took it home that way i think he'll also have just a bit of a chip on his shoulder after this past weekend but then my alternative pick is actually going to be a toyota and i'm going with martin truex jr mm-hmm. who has been very very good there now i'm a fair warning and say this to anybody watching that race on on um this upcoming weekend look if he happens to lead the whole thing and just dominate. That is just how he wins his races. Don't ask me why, but that's just what he does. So <laughs> if, it, if, if he does win and he does in that fashion, you can come back and blame me, but that's okay. But yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. So Renee, who you got? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go with a Toyota myself, but I'm actually going to go with a more of a, a, of a veteran driver here at Toyota. I'm actually going to go with the number 11. Denny Hamlin is going to be, uh, my winner at Richmond. Now, here's where it gets interesting because my alternative pick, I'm actually going to keep with the Toyota. Believe it or not, I'm going to throw a curveball at you here, Kenny, but I'm going to go with possibly Christopher Bell might mm. come and pull a rabbit out of the hat and win at Richmond. So I'm going with Denny Hamlin as my main pick. And I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm going to roll the dice, Kenny. I'm going with Christopher Bell. I'm staying with the Toyotas wow. as my alternative pick. Yeah, I knew that was going to come at you different. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. That was the last person I thought you were going to say, but okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, you, I, what's funny is because when you said Martin Truex Jr., that was actually, Mar, Martin Truex Jr. was actually my, my alternative pick. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with the Toyota, but I'm, I'm going to go with Christopher Bell. So yeah, Denny Hamlin, my main pick, Christopher Bell is my alternative pick. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them what say you uh fans of all turns no breaks who do you got let us know hit us up on our social media at turns no breaks that's at turns no breaks across the board let us know who you think is going to win and your alternative pick if you have one also please if you know anybody that loves nascar just as much as you do just as much as me and kenny do please turn them on to uh, our podcast all turns no breaks we certainly appreciate um all the love that we can get and we specific we specifically personally enjoy the fact that you fans that are listening to us now have kept supporting us and keep supporting us all this time and once again this podcast is for fans by fans for kenny myself We will see you next week after Richmond on another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. 
All right, y'all. See y'all. I got to stay hydrated for sure. Going to Dreamville Fest. Yay! Thanks so much for tuning in. 